Welcome to podcast number 29, Inspiring One Million Wise Together. It's been a while since our last podcast, but because we are embarking on a new adventure, the creation of the next I Know Why book, Moving the World, we thought it'd be pretty fun to have this conversation. Hi world, I'm Angela Konkin. And I'm your why guy, Jerry Visca. Welcome to our podcast. Inspiring one million whys together. Woohoo! <laughs> so who's Jerry? Well, he's formally educated in architecture, a branding expert, author of 18 books, and today focuses all of his awesome creative energy on helping people answer the only question that matters. Why do I exist? Don't forget, love, I've also toured 11 countries inspiring thousands of people. Oh yeah, forgot. And Angela happens to be the love of my life. Thanks, love. So, who's Angela? She's a trained life and leadership coach, but today focuses her energies not just on me, but on helping people train their brain through the power of meditation and, of course, touring the world with me on this inspiring mission of One Million Wise. Together, we're inspiring one million whys in the world. I help you ignite your deeper why, which of course I define as the world helped by you. And I help you live it, baby, by training and conditioning your mind. So this podcast is where we thought it would be cool to share more of us and the energy of this big, fat, audacious vision of inspiring one million whys. And how it all comes to life through this magical thing called why time. We'll also share how we do this together with each other, which is what I love. It's amazing. I love doing this with you, Jerry. But most importantly, this vision can only come to life together with you because we can't do it alone. And that's why we're sharing it. So thanks for tuning in. Welcome, everyone. It has been a while. We are so excited to share with you some inspiration around why it's important to move the world. How can we begin to move the world? What can we do? More importantly, what is the world trying to tell us? So let's get into it. We're doing a little bit of a twist today. Typically, you would see Angela asking why guy a lot of questions, but today we thought we would start to ask Angela, my love, to share a topic that is very close to your hard love. I think it's close to all of our hearts, especially in the times that we're finding ourselves right now. So what's interesting is we are in a state right now where we are trying to push something that seems to be pushing back. We are trying to get back to something, but what is the world telling us? What is it that we need to start listening to? So let's get into the first question. Why do you think it's important to move yourself forward? Well, first of all, it's important to move yourself forward because that gets us into a truth about life, that life is always changing and life is always asking us to move forward. So that's what life is asking of us. Life is not about getting back to normal. Life is not about things staying the same. Life is about change. The only constant in life is change. And I think we know that intellectually, but we resist that. We resist that 
our lives change, that life is all about change. Our brains are actually not hardwired for change. Our brains are hardwired to see any kind of change in our environment as danger. But it is change that helps us grow and expand and become who we're meant to be. I really like that we are hardwired to stay in comfort zone. But what's interesting is the life that we now enjoy, the benefits of the creature comforts that we all enjoy only came out about from change. They were the result of change. So I know these are difficult times and these are challenging times, but Angela and I have chosen to live a life of moving others, inspiring others. We often say that we exist to help you help the world. And our message for 2021 is moving, inspired action. How can we help you move yourself forward? Because we believe when you're moving yourself forward, you're moving the world forward. So love, how is the state of the world affecting people, do you find, in terms of moving forward? Well, I think the times that we're finding ourselves in, these uncertain times, one could say that every time that one finds themselves in is an uncertain time. There's never any certainty in the world, really, but we are probably living in times of heightened uncertainty, which are uncomfortable, but it's affecting people from moving forward because I see so many people just wishing that things got back to normal. And they're in this state of kind of maybe purgatory, resistance, whatever shows up in human beings. It's called the human condition. When there is lots of change around us and that change comes with a lot of uncertainty. So we resist it. Yet, we also know, many of us know, on an intellectual level more, that it is only through change that we grow, that we move forward. So we have now been presented one of the greatest times of change, uncertainty, in the form of uncertainty. And so we've also been presented the greatest gift to change, to reinvent, to rebuild, to move forward. But so many of us find ourselves in resistance mode. Oh, why is this happening? Can't wait to get back to normal. I always like to say, how's that working for you? Well, this is a very good, very good message that you're sharing right now, love. And I know for listeners, it's hard and very difficult, of course mm -hmm. it is, to sit there saying, how can this be one of the greatest times? But one thing you will find years from now is you'll look back and you'll say, you know, that was the most challenging time, but it allowed me to fill in the blank. And you'll decide what that fill in the blank is. For my life, there's been two or three major epic transformations for me. And it wouldn't have happened if I didn't go through that tremendous discomfort. I think one of the, one of the biggest ones being the 2008 crash, a financial, economic, global crash. And it just forced a complete transformation, not only on the way I did business, but more importantly, what my soul really wanted. And I started to listen at that point and pay attention. So there is hope in the air. And I think the hope for this message for you, from Angela, especially her answers to these questions, is it all lives in you. Yeah. And I'm not discounting and downplaying the discomfort that many people are going through, but yet 
It is through times of discomfort that provide us the greatest gift and opportunities to grow, as you stated by your example, love. So the next question, which I'm gonna ask Angela in a second, but I'm gonna give you some context and how I feel it applies to something recently that I created, which was a novel called The Life I Didn't Notice, inspired by a lot of people in our lives. And one of the main themes of this story is our heroine, Lily, who experiences a near-death experience. What happens is she's forced to face these regrets, these challenges that she's carried her whole life. But what's interesting is in the sequel story, she decides to look at them as gifts. Mm. So she decides to look at the most challenging things that have held her back all this time, her whole life for 49 years, and decides to look at them as gifts which is what her near-death experience was urging her to look at. So the question to Angela now is, what is the gift and opportunity of these times? The gift and opportunity of these times, it is in the humanity's times of great uncertainty and change that we have the gift of pausing, quieting, removing ourselves from the external noise, Sometimes for many of us, as in the, with the heroine Lily feels in your transformational novel, love, it has to take an even more drastic form. In that case, it was a near-death experience. But I love how you say, what if every day, or we treated every day like a near-death experience? And for some people, that would just freak them out. What do you mean? But think about it. That is the greatest uncertainty, and yet if we don't live that way, we waste so much of our lives. So we could really take these times as a great time to pause, reflect, go inward, and harness the energy of these times to transform, to reinvent, to rebuild, to create something new. So that's beautifully said. I love what you said there you can choose to look at your life right now and certainly there are some amazing people in the world right now that are doing their part to move the world frontline workers we just gotta like give a shout out there's no complaining they're just out there doing their part people that are working uh at the cash registers making sure that people are getting fed yeah there's some beautiful examples of moving the world we're here to help you help yourself move forward because what we know for certain is there's a dream inside of you there's a desire that you have that maybe you couldn't get to even considering it when times were really busy when you were in this frenetic state maybe now is a time for you to look at it and just ask yourself how can i begin to move myself forward what if this is a gift that we've all been given what if so why is this theme Moving the World, which is our our new book, our 2021 project. And it's our magazine theme, it's our book theme. It's really how we're helping others help the world right now. Mm -hmm. Why is this theme, Moving the World, more important now, love, than ever? It's more important now than ever because I feel, and there's a lot of people around the world that feel this way, a lot of thought leaders, spiritual leaders, people that are really helping others look up that these times have come upon humanity as they have in the past for a great reason, a great purpose. Because 
we wouldn't have looked up. We wouldn't have paused. We would have kept chasing, pursuing, destroying ourselves and the world, this precious world we're living in, if we didn't have these times. And so times like these of great challenge and change and uncertainty present the greatest opportunities for us to pause and actually ask ourselves, well, some things have to change. Some things have to leave. And times like these allow us to reflect on that and see what needs to change. And it is only from that place that we are able to move ourselves and our lives forward. But in a way that matters to us, in a way that is meaningful to us, in a way that helps the world. When you help yourself, truly help yourself, and this next I Know Why book, Moving the World, is about moving yourself forward from that deeper place of really becoming clear as to why you're here, why you exist, how you're here to really help the world. When you move forward from that place, wow, anything's possible. That's amazing. So you were interviewing a few authors that we've brought on to this new project, Moving the World, and you were pretty inspired the other day when you were listening to a couple of their responses. What is it about their energy that and the types of authors we're attracting that you feel is really moving the world? I think the greatest inspiration that I'm receiving from these authors being attracted to this next book is that they're busy people, they're uncomfortable too, they're living with within these times, but they're not allowing that to be an excuse. They know that these times have also been presented to us as a great gift to move ourselves, our lives forward, and really step into helping the world. It's easy to do that when times are quote unquote normal, if there are any normal times, but you go through the greatest transformation and truly are able to help others when you reinvent and you rebuild in times like these, when you don't make any excuses about it. So that was what I was really inspired by, by these authors. No excuses. I know that this is happening for a reason. I love it when people pay attention because a lot of times the opportunities, the gifts are right in front of us, especially in these times. And when we're too buried in our excuses and that resistance, we can't even see them. You started to listen to the world, started to really listen, like what would the world be telling you? What would nature be telling you right now? And you might find that when you start to listen to the world, believe it or not, the world does have a soul and there is a soul very much like we have a soul. And you're gonna find that what your soul is trying to tell you is very much what, what the soul of the world is trying to tell you as well. And I think it's about paying attention to that. And, I, and that's how these these themes evolve. These themes of, of these I Know White books aren't just one-time opportunities to get published. They actually are, what I believe, love, is a way to expand your greatest growth. Because each book is a journey we take an author on. And the last two books, they, they all feed into one another. Last year we had launched the Book of Courage, because let's face it, it takes courage to say no to 
the things that you keep doing over and over again. And it, say, it takes courage to say yes to maybe something new. Mm-hmm. And that comes with change. It comes with embracing that change. Yeah. That fed into the, the book we recently launched called The Book of Connection. And let's face it, I believe what the soul of the world is trying to tell us is we're more disconnected than ever. And not just because we're not out on patios together, but disconnected from a true spiritual level, spiritually listening to each other's soul. That's why Angela and I strive to listen to the soul of the world. And one of the themes that comes up for us is reach out and inspire a new ROI for the world. What would happen if we all began to connect? And that's why I believe that moving the world is so appropriate for the 11 authors that are working closely with us on this journey this year is I'm moving the world and I want to help you do the same. It's so appropriate for these times. It's so appropriate to help us elevate ourselves, but also elevate humanity. I think these times, the reason why they're showing up in this way, in this magnitude of discomfort is it's a big wake up call for ourselves and humanity to wake up. We can't keep doing things in the normal way. It's just not working. So we need to move forward in a whole new way. And I also love that these authors are moving forward from a place of a deeper understanding of who they really are. That is such a beautiful, foundational way of moving forward. And why is that important? Why is it important to know who you are and why you're here? It's so important. I think our soul's always been seeking that. It's it's this remembering. We came here to remember who we really are. And we've been so disconnected from that because we've been so run by the external world, the outer world. And these times magnify that but they provide the greatest gift for us to reconnect to who we really are and why we exist. So the I Know Why books, the authors are writing from that place. What an epic way to move yourself and the world forward. So knowing who you are, look in yourself, look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know, who am I really? I want to remember because what happens when you don't know who you are? Are you on autopilot? Well, you're on autopilot and you're also continuously run and controlled by the external world, whatever that is. Are you following someone else's dream? Probably. Or are you following yours? Are you listening to the drama of the world saying, well, you can't do this and you can't do this, you can't do this, but what can I do? Because I know who I am and who I am doesn't matter for me if I'm writing a novel on the coast of bc or if i'm sitting in a cafe it, it i don't wait for that yeah. so-called normal to allow me to become who i'm meant to be in this world mm-hmm. i really love these answers and i love how angela is giving you some really inspired thoughts and a little shout out to angela because first of all she's not just this beautiful sexy <laughs> fluffy sidekick okay she does beautiful things so for me She really helps me stay connected to what matters. She helps me with the beautiful creations that enter my brain and my heart and my soul that I just need to get out there in the world. She helps me with 
the editing of this very profound, these profound works. But more importantly, she's also helping people with their mind. I think there's something beautiful about the way that she is helping people get out of their mind, which let's face it, has taken Angela a lifetime to get <laughs> out of her mind. It takes everybody a lifetime. So how are you, love, moving yourself forward? How am I moving myself forward? Well, I'm allowing these times to help me deepen my own inward practice, connecting to who I really am, training and conditioning my mind, really understanding that all the answers are within me. And it's just allowing me to deepen my practice. It's actually, I actually see in these times of great uncertainty and upheaval that practice of going within, it provides the truest grounding and centering that I need to navigate forward. So it's just magnifying and heightening that, that all the answers are within me, everything that I've ever sought. I know from the very beginning, you used to tell me, I know you're seeking peace, Ange. I know you're seeking peace. And I, like everyone else, was seeking that in everything and everyone in my external world. Once this lined up, I would have peace. Once this changed, I would have peace. If this person stopped looking at me funny, I would have peace. How's that working? But these times magnify the need for me to connect to that peace within. It's there. Who I am is peace. I just need to calm my gorgeous brain and mind, go within, and be that peace. So that's a very good message for listeners. A really great tip. You're sitting there and you know that it's difficult. It's difficult because you're used to being run by the external world and you're used to let's we're we're creatures of habit, right? So we have a new series of habits we can condition during these times. But you're sitting there and you're thinking, how do I begin? A great way to begin, I often share with white timers, is to start asking yourself, what am I seeking? Just like Angela was sharing, I'm seeking peace. The very awareness of what you're seeking is profound. But then taking action and choosing to become that very thing before it shows up. And I believe in your one of your latest meditations, you share the, the value and the gift of becoming that very thing before it shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also another great question, I love become what, what are you seeking, but also what do you wish to experience? And something that is really helping Jerry and I move forward in these times, harness the power of these times to keep moving forward, is what do we want to experience? What do we wish to experience with our one wild and precious life? And whether we had a day left, a month, a year, 10, 20 more years, we would want to keep doing what we're doing, you writing love and now getting into the movies and things like that with your writing and me just helping people with their mind and meditation. And so we've really looked at our lives and said, this is what we wish to experience, more peace and harmony around us. And it's just allowed us to ask those questions and create a life around that. So something Angela shared there that's very profound is 
with creative thinkers like Angela and I, we actually don't really look at time the way the world looks at time. For us, everything is about the experience of a moment. So if you were to ask me, well, what time is it or what's the date? You always laugh because I never know what day it is. I don't know if it's a Monday sometimes or I have to check some external thing to find out what it is. Because for me, everything is just this one moment. And this leads into my next question with Angela is, for me, Tuscany, when we were in Tuscany during the beginning of COVID, which was a year from now, a year ago, but I have to pinch myself to say, well, okay, that was a year ago because it just feels like it was, it was just a moment ago. And we went through some really, probably the greatest creation, certainly for my writing and for my transformation was, was happening during these times of just being so present. And then we leaped into a new year immediately with a Y Summit. So my question for you is, what has been inspiring you, Love, about our way of moving the world and our creations? What, what has been inspiring you? What's been inspiring me is we are continuously doing the work to refine and create clarity on those few simple things that we both love to do that is our contribution to the world. That's our joy, that if we had just one more day, we would still keep helping others with that. Yeah, there's a lot of power in the state of being. There's so much power in it. There's there's one thing about doing and actions, but there's this being state, Angela's being state of peace, my being state of inspiration. It doesn't just kind of shift with the times and it'll only come to life when the world comes back to what you believe is normal. The state of being is something that takes tremendous commitment and intention to say this is how I wish to be. And like Angela said, this is how what I wish to experience. Angela also said this is who I wish to be and more importantly who I no longer wish to be. Mm-hmm. So that ties into what do you feel that we can only move ourselves forward, only become these things that we want to be, only when the world gets back to quote-unquote normal. Well, I think that's what the world around us is telling us, what we've been also conditioned to believe. And it's the world, whenever we are too run by the external world, it's the same thing as saying we're run by fear. And therefore when you're run by fear, you're kind of paralyzed. You actually can't move forward. And that's what happens when you allow yourself to be just run by anything outside of you. Well, I love what you said earlier about we are conditioned, so conditioned, deeply conditioned since birth to respond to what the external world is telling us. Well, even before that, Over the ages, we've been conditioned as human beings to be controlled, told what to do. For you to move forward, that is at a deeper level that we've never really been shown how to access. It's all there for you to reinvent, rebuild, define your life. That's an inward journey. So that's all that needs to happen. And these times are showing us if anything, the need to go within and really do that work to answer those questions. What am I seeking? Who do I wish to be? What do I wish to experience? 
That's an inward journey. I love it. I love this podcast. This is such an exciting opportunity for us to be able to pour ourselves into helping 11 coaches move themselves forward. So you're not alone. One thing Angela and I always strive to help our authors feel is this is a journey together. Yeah. It's not just about book sales. It's a beautiful journey. It's the ultimate journey. And it begins with getting wide time. You may be ready to now meditate with Angela. It may be begin for you with symphonies for the mind, then kick into some wide time. It may begin by joining one of our Y clubs and reading some of our transformational work. You don't have to have it all figured out. Mm -hmm. We have taken people that have come from nowhere to now here. And what's so beautiful is it's the journey of moving the world. It's the journey of moving yourself, love. It's who you become in the whole process. It's not even about, hey, I'm an author. Hey, I'm a coach. It's beyond that. It's bigger than that. It's who I'm becoming. This whole time that we're in is about who I'm becoming. Moving forward is about who you're becoming. Mm. And we've always heard from all the authors in the I Know Why books, it is a journey of becoming. Who you're becoming allows you to help the world. Those were beautiful answers, love. Thank you so much. Thank you, listeners, for being a part of podcast number 29, a podcast that we call Inspiring One Million Wise. Thanks, everyone.